Taylor Swift wrote another album. I guess I'll go check it out. Today's episode is unofficially brought to you by Taylor Swift's new album, which I believe came out at midnight. I have not listened to it yet, but I can tell you that it's probably pretty good. So if you like music, go ahead and check that out. And I'm hoping that by encouraging other people to listen to her music, I can grow the pie for everyone. But as I'll discuss later in this episode, maybe that's not the case. All the ways to support this show can be found at holdthatnote.net. I'm your host, Lightning Lucas, and this is episode 84 of Hold Today on the show, we're going to talk about fame, and we're going to start with a song called Taylor Swift, which I wrote sort of in jest because one of Taylor Swift's first famous songs was called Tim McGraw. After that, we're going to have some riffing in answer to a question or comment, and then we will have a song from the archives called Famous, which... I believe it's from 2015. So let's jump in and listen to this song that I wrote about slightly and for slightly Taylor Swift. I think it turned out pretty good, so I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Taylor Swift wrote another album. I guess I'll go check it out. After all, we are practically peers We've both been writing catchy songs For years and years And I'll say Hey Taylor, why don't you come over here And whisper in my ear All your golden secrets Hey Taylor, why don't we do a song together You can be the alto and I'll be the tenor Taylor Swift wrote another album You should all go check it out After all, you're only here because I named this after her And you clicked the wrong song But you can sing along Hey Taylor, why don't you come over here and whisper in my ear all your platinum secrets? Hey Taylor, why don't we do a song together? You can be the alto and I'll be the tenor. And one day in my dreams, you'll stand next to me as we receive yet another Grammy. And I'll say, hey Taylor, why don't you come over here and whisper in my ear all your double platinum secrets? Hey Taylor, aren't you glad we did a song together? You were the alto and I was the tenor. Hey Taylor, why don't you come? 
song well i wrote the first draft of it several years back when i had heard that a new taylor swift album was going to drop soon and then i didn't finish it in time and so eventually i decided when i heard recently that this current taylor swift album was coming out that i would just finish it and that done is better than good but uh or or it's also said perfection is the enemy of the good but the real question is whether good is also the enemy of perfection and i think i might struggle more with the latter i know that this person i'm about to mention is not a real person and taylor swift is a real person but i also have started a song about james bond which says, I'm going to the midnight showing of James Bond and would be designed to come out shortly before a James Bond movie, but I think I missed the cycle for that yet again because one came out about a year ago. Question, question, maybe it's a question, maybe it's a comment. So the next song that we're going to listen to is called Famous, and today's question or comment is in relation to that song, so I'm just going to tell you one of the lyrics to the song before we actually listen to it, which I don't do very often, but the lyric is, would you be on the next World Cup team even if you had to sit the bench? Are you prepared to go that far? And you wouldn't be Paul McCartney and you wouldn't be John Lennon, but you would be Harrison or Ringo Starr. So the comment about this lyric came from a friend of mine who's also a musician and who has now actually made it, well, I consider it making it in that he makes his full-time living from music. And he said, Lucas, I don't think you'd get it. The Beatles were so famous that George Harrison and Ringo Starr we're still super, super famous. So I can't remember what I actually said when he said that to me, but my current response to that thought is it's a different kind of famous. Like, yes, George Harrison was way more famous than, let's go with Ingrid Michaelson, but Ingrid Michaelson is the top dog of the Ingrid Michaelson world. So in other words, I guess my response is that as famous or not famous as I ever get with my artistic endeavors, I like to be the one who calls the shots. 
Another person who comes to mind when I'm thinking about fame is Seth Godin because he, multiple times I've heard him recommend the podcast called 99% Invisible, which I did look up once, but turned out it was basically an interview show and I already have some interview shows that I enjoy, so I didn't get into it. But maybe you'll like it, so you can look up 99% Invisible. I also find that teaching people to enjoy podcasts grows the pie, and that benefits me. But what I really wanted to say about Seth Godin is that he is also 99% Invisible. He's written 20 and counting best-selling books, like New York Times bestsellers bestsellers, and... Still, I frequently mention him to people, and they're like, Seth who? And he also talks about how he probably could get significantly more famous or more rich, but that he's kind of decided that enough is enough, and he has a good quality of life. So that's always the question. When is enough enough? And for me, I feel like enough will be if I can make a decent living from my art, and if I get more famous than that, then perhaps I'll be able to be generous with my fame and my wealth. For example, Seth Godin has used his most recent project to try and fight climate change by compiling a book called The Carbon Almanac. Of course, it's also worth mentioning that I believe contentedness is extremely important, but it's perhaps difficult to be contented and to keep your fire or your drive alive, but I strive to do both. Okay, let's listen to our old song of the day. It's called Famous. I recorded it in 2015, and I remastered it this morning. I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Do you want to be like Abe Lincoln? Do you want to be like Bob Dylan? Do you want to be like Neil Armstrong? Or maybe Mother Teresa? Or maybe Dorothy Day? Or maybe Joan of Arc? So you want to be influential, so you want to be popular, so you want to be remembered when you're gone. Well, I can't say it's wrong, I often feel that way. The sum of our parts doesn't sum up who we want to be or who we may be if we may be. Caught that lucky break like in our dreams Would you be on the next World Cup team Even if you had to sit the bench Are you prepared to go that far? And you wouldn't be Paul McCartney And you wouldn't be John Lennon But you would be Harrison or Ringo Starr 
just want to be part of something that's bigger than yourself Well, don't be too alarmed Though I can't see any harm I just don't feel that way The sum of our parts doesn't sum up Who we want to be and who we may be If we may be caught that lucky break Like in our dreams Do you wanna be like your daddy? Do you wanna be like your mom? Do you wanna be like your grandpa or grandma? So you wanna be like your neighbors So you wanna be like your friends So you wanna be liked by all But stay small Though I can't find any fault Don't feel that way most days Do you wanna be like Abe Lincoln? Do you wanna be like Bob Dylan? Do you wanna be like Neil Armstrong? Or maybe Mother Teresa, or maybe Dorothy Day, or maybe Joan of Arc. So you wanna be influential, so you wanna be popular, so you wanna be remembered when you're gone. Well, I can't say it's wrong I often feel that way I did not purposely pick that song because it mentions the World Cup, but it happens to relate because the Men's World Cup is coming right up. It's normally in the summer, but it's in the fall and winter this year because of how hot it is in Qatar. Wealth, of course, is also very much so associated with fame. And I feel personally that I have less of a desire to be wealthy. I'm pretty content with a minimalist lifestyle and a modest bank account balance. However, when somebody is willing to pay you a decent wage for your art that does make you feel like you're on the right track. But anyway, I bring up wealth because I wanted to read this quote from Fiddler on the Roof where Perchick says, Wealth is the world's curse. And Tevya, the main character, replies, May God smite me with it, and may I never recover. Now that I recorded that clip. I'm not so sure it fits perfectly in this episode, but I'm going to leave it for now. I just want to double clarify that I am not running around seeking a get-rich-quick scheme. I am trying to show up consistently and deliver something of value so that hopefully I can one day make a living an honest living, that is, 
from my art. So if you like this show, please do share it and also check out the show notes at holdthatnote.net for all the ways to support the show. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for your generosity. I could not make music like I do if it weren't for people like you. I can't be positive, but I'm fairly certain that the next two weeks will feature the two collaboration slash commission songs that I mentioned last week in this portion of the show. But not everybody listens to this portion of the show, so I'll tell you what they are again, which is one will be with my honorary godfather Carl and his friends, and the other one will be with my friend Andrew Clausen and his friends. And they're both going to be pretty good specimens of my work, and I'm pretty sure that you'll enjoy them. But I also hope that you enjoyed today's episode, which has been episode 84. And I'm your host, Lightning Lucas, and you've been listening to... Home.